The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Some Sadducees, those who deny that there is a resurrection, came forward. Jesus said to them, The children of this age marry and remarry, but those who are deemed worthy to attain to the coming age and to the resurrection of the dead neither marry nor are given in marriage. They can no longer die, for they are like angels, and they are the children of God because they are the ones who will rise. That the dead will rise. Even Moses made known this passage about the bush when he called out, Lord, God of Abraham, God of Isaac, and God of Jacob. He is not the God of the dead, but of the living, for to him all are alive. The Gospel of the Lord. The Lord be with you. You've all heard by now or um, been to a church on Sunday and you would have received a good old-fashioned fire and brimstone sermon where the preacher kind of thumps the Bible and does everything he can to put the fear of God and everyone sitting there and you all go home happy and terrified at the same time, right? Well, I was preparing this homily and the writings are about heaven. And I realized in my whole life, I don't know if I've ever heard a homily about heaven. I don't even know what you would call that type of homily maybe a clouds and sunshine homily or something like that. Uh, I want to give one of those today. And there's a reason perhaps we haven't actually heard many of them. About 30 to 40, maybe 50 years ago in, in Christianity in general, there was an awareness that we needed to be part of transforming the world to make it a better place. Christians should be leaven in the dough and light in the world and as such we should focus more on here and now and not have our head in the clouds in heaven and so in that sense this trend began thinking of christianity as something that would transform the world for the good and there's a lot of truth to that but it's it's incomplete the mission of Jesus was not to make a happy utopia here on earth, but was to bring us to heaven to give us salvation. It was to save our souls. And so it's perfectly fine to, in a sense, as a Christian, have your head in the clouds, as long as you also have your feet on the earth. That's actually what it means to be Catholic. And the word Catholic in its etymology means together, universal, all in one. It means both heaven, your head in the clouds, and both your feet on the earth. So let's be Catholic today and, and talk about heaven for a moment. I want to begin with a passage from Scripture. And, and talking about heaven, I'd like to talk about what it will be like and how to get there. And I don't want to use any, any examples from those who've maybe had a near-death experience and come back to tell their experience or or maybe what a saint has written about heaven. I want to just stick mostly with what's written in the Bible. 
And St. Paul says something powerful. There's a passage where he says, I has not seen, ear has not heard, nor human heart have within it all that God has in store for those he loves. Which means no matter how beautiful we can imagine heaven, it's going to be better than whatever we could come up with. Heaven is a definition. Heaven is the presence of God. Where God is, there is heaven. You might actually perhaps be able to say, it's not so much that God created the earth and then he created heaven and hell somewhere down here. To be with God is heaven. To be not with God is what we call hell. Scripturally, heaven is home. All of us have a home here. We're going to go back to our homes for our nice Sunday morning gatherings and brunch. And we call that home. At home is a place where you can just be, where you're comfortable, where you are you. But for a Christian, ultimately, our home is not here. We're in exile, and our home is in heaven. And this is the great story of the Bible. From the beginning, Adam and Eve lose their, the grace of being with God in the garden. They're out of the garden, and they have to do everything they can to get back to that place of the presence of God. And then the Israelites are in Egypt as slaves, and Moses comes to set them free through water and go to the promised land. Jesus is our new Moses who has come to set us free definitively from sin so that we can enter into our home. We know from Scripture that it says, before you were formed in the womb, God knew you. To be in the mind and heart of God is to be with God. In some way, we're going back to a place that's home, even if we've never been there. But in some way, we have because we have been in the mind and heart of God. Heaven is family. All of us sitting here have our families, and the most beautiful moments in our lives happen within family. Think of Thanksgiving dinner, Christmas mornings, family vacations. All those are moments when we have the greatest joy in our life. Even our, for example, our sacraments, a baptism takes place in family, a wedding. What better place to show forth the beauty of family? Here this weekend, we had quite a few weddings, not just one, not two, not just three, but not even four. We had five weddings this weekend and a lot of family celebration. All of us ultimately, scientifically and scripturally belong to the same family tree. Somewhere centuries behind us, our family trees cross. Getting into heaven is to enter into a place where you're surrounded by family. Heaven is joy without end. That sounds a little churchy. Heaven is a place where you will never be bored. You will never be bored. Our kids are off over there. Well, there's some of them still here, but you know, kids, a lot of you play video games. 
and you play the video games and of course, you know, sometimes your parents set limits to the video games, but even if you didn't have limits and your parents let you play all you want, at some point you'd get bored and you'd want a new game. And we adults here, we also have our toys, right? We do get bored of them. There's only so much joy you can have in some new thing. There's only so much food you can eat. There's only so much joy we can have before we have to stop. In heaven, joy will never end. You will never be bored. Heaven scripturally begins for a Christian now here on earth in baptism. When we enter into the church in the liturgy, we know that heaven touches earth in this moment. All of us have one foot in heaven because of our baptism, and unfortunately, we don't always live that way, but we should. Heaven is the presence of God, and in baptism, we receive the presence of God. The scriptures that we read today talk about these seven brothers that went to their martyrdom because they wouldn't renounce God. And then Jesus talks to these silly Sadducees that didn't believe in heaven. He's like, no, in heaven you will be children of God. And Jesus was bringing heaven to earth right then and it hasn't left. We are already one foot in heaven. Lastly, I'll say heaven is a place all that is good and true and beautiful exists in heaven. Nothing that is good or true or beautiful will not be there. And that's beautiful if you think about what that means. Everything good and true and beautiful in your life will be there. Is a sunset beautiful? Yes. Is a family dinner beautiful? Yes. Is God's creation beautiful? Yes. Is love and romance beautiful? Yes. Will they be in heaven? Yes. In some transformed way, they will be there. Perhaps that's why on earth, some of the things that wound us the most and hurt us the most are when we lose those things, when our families fall apart or when we lose a loved one. When things don't go right, we end up, when we hit rock bottom, you can say, is when we realize we don't belong here. I belong somewhere else. Well, my brothers and sisters, let us remember that we have one foot in heaven. Let us live like we believe that today. And I hope that this sermon on heaven uh, won't be the last one you hear in your life. Hopefully, there'll be more down the road because we need that. We need that hope. Hope is the one thing we can't live without. So today our Lord invites you, if you want heaven, how do you get there? Let's go back to scripture. It says in John's gospel, God so loved the world, he so loved that those who believe eternal life. What's the price of heaven? It's believing in Jesus. And this morning, every one of you here has said yes to Jesus and you believe in him. And we're going to pray our creed, which is what we believe in just a few moments. And because of that, we can go home with joy. As we bring this light with us into the darkness out there, we are a people that have been redeemed and saved. And we should always be saying, Alleluia. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen.